And now, from the kids' zone, it's bedtime adventures, adventures, adventures. Hey, why is there an echo in here? Echo in here. Echo. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Well, good evening. I'm so glad you joined us for tonight's episode. Remember to follow us on Apple Podcasts by hitting the little plus sign so you don't miss any of these cool episodes that are coming out. And children, if you have any cool ideas, leave those ideas in the review section of the podcast along with your name. Now, tonight's episode, we shall feature three very cool things. First of all, we shall feature a statue of a tiger's head that is very strange and mysterious. And the famous Mario from Mario Kart and Shy Guy. So, like with all good stories, we must start from the start and we must begin from the beginning. So without any further ado, once upon a time, there were three boys who lived in a house in the woods and they were all very happy there. Jace, Jet, and James. You see, they were brothers, and all three of them loved playing together, exploring and seeking adventure. Now one day, they were riding their bikes along the streets of their neighborhood when they came across a yard sale. In the driveway, the people had set out various objects that they had wished to sell. Not so much to make money, but rather to rid themselves of older things in the house that they were no longer interested in and that they were just taking up space and making clutter. Want to check out this yard sale? Asked Jace to his brothers. Let's do it, replied James. And the three of them parked their bikes and walked up the driveway. As they neared the house, they saw lots of common yard sale staples. An old tennis racket propped up on a wicker basket, a pair of dusty leather boots, a fold-up stool made of blue and white striped fabric, and an old antique chair with, which held a stack of folded jeans and shirts. They saw a small treadmill and a Chinese lamp, a tea set, and a night table with a statue of a white tiger head. That tiger head statue is super cool, said Jet. I want it. Well, get it, said Jace. Do you have any money? Jet looked in his pockets. Four bucks. Hopefully that's enough. So then they looked around for the person running the yard sale, and they saw an old lady in a rocking chair on the front porch, rocking and looking off into the distance. Jed approached her with a smile and said, Good afternoon, ma'am. I'd like to purchase this tiger statue. Would you take four dollars for it? The old lady just kept rocking and looking off into the distance. So Jet tried again. Excuse me, ma'am. Would you take four dollars for this tiger statue? And once again, the old lady just kept staring off into the distance, slowly rocking back and forth. Uh, maybe she doesn't speak English, said James. So Jet then moved directly in front of the lady and showed her the statue and held up four dollar bills. Why you no tell me? said the old lady and leapt up from her rocking chair and snatched the four dollars out of Jet's hand. Jet was startled but happy at the same time, for now he had the, the tiger statue that he so desired. 
You got it, said Jace, smiling at his big brother. And Jet said, yeah, let's get out of here. That old lady gives me the creeps. It's like she knows something. So the boys hopped on their bikes and rode home. Jet showed his new statue to his parents, who both thought it was very cool. He put it on top of his dresser up in his bedroom. Everyone then did their homework, and afterwards they had a delicious dinner of homemade chicken pot pie. And from there, everyone took a shower and brushed their teeth and laid down to sleep for the night. The next morning, Jet's mom woke him up early for school. He was sleepy. He slowly dragged himself out of bed and walked over to his dresser and pulled out some clothes. Be on the lookout for coming events. They cast shadows beforehand, a voice said. What? Who said that? Jet asked out loud. Be on the lookout for coming events. They cast their shadows beforehand, the voice repeated. Jet saw it this time. He noticed the mouth moving on his tiger statue. So getting closer to the tiger head, Jet said, what did you say? The tiger statue rolled its eyes and said, why you no listen? I said, be on the lookout for coming events. They cast their shadows beforehand. Clean out your ears, maybe you hear better. Jet stared at the statue, wide-eyed, not believing what was happening. What's your name? Why are you telling me this? Jet inquired. The statue remained still and silent. Hello? The tiger head just remained still, not moving at all, not talking. You know, like statues normally do. That is so weird, Jet mumbled to himself, heading downstairs for breakfast. His brothers were munching on bagels, watching How to Train Your Dragon on TV. Hiccup the Horrendous was flying his black dragon toothless over the sea. Man, that looks so cool, said James. I would love to fly a dragon. After the How to Train Your Dragon episode was over, they all hopped in the car and headed to school. Later that day when the boys got home, they all grabbed a snack and headed up to the game room to play Mario Kart. How was school, James? asked Jace. It was cool. We read a story called The Hobbit. At the end, they come across this cool dragon called Smog, a scary beast. I love the story. Makes me want to read the sequels. Their dad came in the game room. What's going on in here? He asked. Just about to play Mario Kart, Dad. You want in? Yes, I do, said their dad. So they all chose their characters. James was Shy Guy, Jace was Mario, and Jet was Yoshi. And Dad picked Toad. They chose the mushroom cup and off they went, speeding around the corners where Toad took a shortcut and went off a ramp and hit three boosters, which put him way far ahead of Shy Guy, Mario, and Yoshi. On and on they went. Shy Guy was catching up to Toad, and he shot a turtle shell at him, but it missed. Toad crossed the finish line first. Yes, shouted Dad. Bow to your champion, for I am victorious, he said, standing up with his hands raised in the air. Now dry your tears of defeat, my children, while I go and cook your dinner. The boys laughed and kept playing. I got Toad next game, shouted Jace. Fine, said James. I'm Shy Guy again. Yoshi, replied Jet. So they started their next race, and the countdown started. 
beep, 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 beep. And right as the race started, the game room window shattered inward, glass going all over the floor, and a huge dragon head entered the game room, smoke coming out of its nostrils. The dragon's eyes were looking all around the room, and finally he saw the boys. Now the boys jumped back in fright, backing up against the wall far away from the giant beast. Don't be alarmed, said the dragon. Is this the house of Jace, Jet, and James? It then asked. Yes, that's us, said James. Good. Miss Lee told me I would find you here. I come seeking help. Help? asked James. A dragon needs our help? Yes. Miss Lee told me that you three boys possess the skill of stealth. Is this true? Stealth? What does that mean? asked Jace. It means that we can be really sneaky, said James. Yes, I would say that we do possess the skill of stealth, Jet said. Good then, the dragon said. I need your stealth to help retrieve my treasure, which have been stolen from me. A band of rock trolls has raided my cave and has stolen all of the precious gems from my stores of treasure. It has taken me many of your lifetimes to acquire these rubies, emeralds, diamonds, and sapphires. These gemstones are very important to me, and I must retrieve them at once. Well, how do you expect us to get them back from the rock trolls? Those guys could crush us with just one hand. Well, it is known that the rock trolls love the taste of small humans such as yourselves. I plan to ask you to help me draw them out from the caves in the north, and that way I may retrieve my gemstones from them myself. Why do they take your gems? Well, rock trolls use gems to adorn their backs. The more gems a troll wears on his back, the more powerful he becomes, and the more respected he is in his tribe. I see, said James. And the dragon said, In return for your service, I agree to give you all of the treasure you can carry. So the boys looked at each other, and they decided that that would help the dragon. Okay, we'll do it, said Jace, but tell us, who is this Mrs. Lee you keep referring to? Oh, Mrs. Lee is my keeper. She lives down the street. She just had a yard sale yesterday, you know. Enough with the talk. We must go at once. Grab your things and let us depart immediately, said the dragon. So the boys ran to their rooms and they grabbed their backpacks and went back to the game room where each one of them then climbed onto the massive dragon's back and held on tightly as the huge beast flapped its mighty wings and took flight. We never heard your name, yelled Jet from the dragon's back. You see, it was very windy up high in the sky where they were flying, so he had to speak very loudly to be heard. Pergos the Eternal. My dad wanted to name me Sean, but my mom wasn't having it. James laughed. So they flew higher and higher until the houses and rivers on the ground looked very tiny, like the size of ants and strings. Through the clouds they flew to the north, further and further until the boys thought that surely they would have circled the entire earth, but alas, they hadn't. And without warning then, Pergos suddenly took a sharp dive downward toward the earth at great speed. Hold on, boys, we're going down. 
and the three boys held on for dear life as the dragon sped faster and faster in a dive straight downwards. The ground was coming closer and closer, and then at the last minute, Pergos opened his massive wings and whoosh! He changed direction and began gliding right over the ground and into a massive cave where he pulled up his mighty head and came to a landing on a giant pile of gold and treasure, the likes of which the boys had never seen. Here we are, said Pergos. Make yourself at home for a moment while I take a short flight over the caves of the rock trolls to check things out. And with that, the dragon turned and flew out of the cave. Crazy, said Jace. We just rode a dragon, man. I know, said Jet. That, that is insane. Look at this cave, James said. There's literally treasure as far as the eye can see. And the boys then gazed upon the piles and piles of gold coins, silver goblets, platinum swords, and helmets adorned with etchings from years before modern times. Jace ran up to the top of the nearest pile of gold and dug himself into a massive pile where only his head was sticking out. Look, I'm at the beach, the beach of gold. Whoosh! Pergos glided back into the cave and landed. That was fast, said James. The time is right and we must head out to the caves of the rock trolls. I will drop you off in the moors in front of their caves. The trolls will then smell you and come out looking for you. It will be then when I retrieve my gems. Do not fear, for I will protect you. So the boys climbed onto the back of the dragon, and the mighty beast again took flight. Up, up, up it went over the mountain tops, and over the river into a grassy clearing between the mountains, and it was there where Pergos landed and dropped the three boys off. Whew, this is exciting, said Jace. I'm not going to lie, said Jet. I'm just a little bit scared. I really don't feel like being eaten by a rock troll. And James said, well, he said he'd protect us. Well, yeah, I know, said Jet, but still, you know, it's kind of scary. So the dragon flew up high, high into the clouds where he couldn't be seen. And all of a sudden, a big grunting sound came and they could see huge, monstrous giants coming out of the caves to the north. Boom, boom, boom sounded their feet as they hit the ground. And they were so big that they were hunched over at the back from the massive weight of their bodies. And they looked around and they landed their eyes on the boys. And the biggest one pointed at the boys and then they, the rock trolls began to walk towards them at great speed. It was then when Pergos came from out of the clouds and landed with such force on the ground that the rock trolls were frozen in fright. And the dragon closed his eyes and lifted his wings toward the clouds and then through the magical power that only a dragon possesses, the gemstones began to levitate into the air from the backs of the rock trolls, all coming to the back of the dragon and landing there safely. Hurry, boys, get on my back. 
And so the James and Jason Jet ran over to the dragon and jumped on his back and held on tightly. And the mighty beast flapped his wings, lifting them all higher and higher into the sky. It is then when the rock trolls began to wake up, looking around, wondering what had happened to them in a state of confusion. Pergos the mighty dragon then soared over the mountains and back to his cave where he replaced all the gemstones that were stolen from him from the rock trolls. Thank you very much, boys, for helping me in this endeavor. You have been a true help, and I could not have done it without you. Oh, sure thing, said Jace. We are glad we could be of assistance, said James. Now, you may take your backpacks and fill them with all of the treasure that you can carry. And then I must take you home, for I'm sure that your parents will be worried about you. So the boys went up to the mountains of gold inside the cave, and they filled their backpacks as full as they could manage, and they all jumped on the back of the dragon, and Pergos took flight once again and took the boys back home, where they climbed off of his neck onto his head and back into the window of the game room and each boy went and put his backpack deep in their closet. And then they gathered in James' room, and Jet said, that was a crazy adventure. Hold on, we gotta go say goodbye to Pergos. So they ran back to the game room, and they bid Pergos the dragon farewell. Farewell, my boys. I hope to see you again sometime soon. And with that, Pergos took flight back to his home in the north. And then they heard the voice of their father say, Boys, dinner's ready. Come on down. We're having Italian casserole. Wash your hands. It's going to be delicious. And then the boys looked at each other and smiled, and they gave each other a high five. And then they washed their hands and went downstairs and had a delicious dinner and lived happily ever after. Well, 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 that was a mighty fun story. I love dragons. Do you like dragons? Wow. Well then, parents, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts by hitting that little plus sign. And children, if you have any cool story ideas, don't forget to go to the review section of the podcast and leave them there with your name so that we might include it in the next episode of... Bedtime adventures, adventures, adventures.